Welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. It's BuddyCast episode 299. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. Joining me today is a very, very special guest, a very good buddy of mine, my, my buddy, Mary Bula from Erie Together. How you doing, Mary? I'm good, Nick. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, I'm really excited to learn about this organization. Well, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for asking me. Of course, you're a buddy. Why wouldn't <laughs> I ask you? But Mary, we've got guests from all over the place, from different countries, different states, different cities. Some of them may not be familiar with Erie Together. Could you give us like a background of what Erie Together is? Sure. So Erie Together is a countywide collective impact anti-poverty movement. It was formed back in 2009. And the reason it was formed was because uh, back in those times, the city of Erie had the highest poverty rate in the state. And there were individuals and groups that were doing some work to understand what that poverty rate was and what the impact of poverty on our community was. And they looked all around the country and outside of the country into Canada to see what kinds of efforts were successful in addressing poverty. And they found this collective impact approach was the way to go. And so that was the basis and how Erie Together was formed. And so just to give you a little idea what collective impact means, that means that you're bringing together all different kinds of organizations cross sector. So education, faith based, uh, employers, social service agencies, citizens of all different backgrounds to identify what our community's top priorities and challenges are and find ways to work together differently to address them. So mm -hmm. that's what Erie Together is. We've been around since 2009. We've done some really fun and important things in the community. And what are some of the initiatives that you take? What are some of the ways that you fight poverty today? So when Erie Together was launched, they brought together about six or 700 people to talk about if we want to be successful in addressing poverty, what does that really mean? And they came up with an aspiration statement. And what that aspiration statement is making the Erie region a community of opportunity where everyone can learn, work and thrive. So everything Erie Together does is somehow related to one of those buckets, learn, work, or thrive. So with respect to learn, we're trying to help more kids grow up to become successful adults. With respect to work, we're trying to help more individuals secure and maintain family-sustaining jobs. And with respect to thrive, we're trying to help more families become self-sufficient. So all of our projects relate to something like that. And there's been a lot of them. Mm. And who are some notable organizations that you work with, that you collaborate with? So there are 
you know, hundreds of organizations that have come through um, and worked with Erie Together, through Erie Together on these community initiatives. So, for instance, we have Erie County school districts from, you know, all across the county, and there are 13 districts. Um, we have employers, all different kinds of employers, large to small, engaged. Um, we have social service agencies, whether they're dealing with human services, whether they're, um, you know, dealing, whatever topic they're dealing with, um, they're part of this. Um, we have all six of the local colleges and universities engaged in this work. And we have citizens from all different kinds of backgrounds engaged. So it's really a cross-sector network of people who are working to address some of our community's biggest challenges and priorities. Mm -hmm. And how do like organizations, like how do like, let's take, for example, some of Erie's organizations like Erie Insurance, are they involved with you or yep. you know, Barber National Institute? Yes. Um, how are they, like, what do you do when it comes to employers with, with Erie together, like job fairs or um, anything, like how can they connect with you? So let me tell you about what some of the priorities are. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start with one um, that hits some of what you just said. So back when around 2016, as we were thinking about what we wanted, some of our neck, well, actually it was earlier than that, 2012, I lied. Um, when we were thinking about what some of our most important things we needed to address back then were, um, we really landed on the idea of career exploration because career exploration is important for kids so they can be okay. successful when they graduate high school. And it's also important for employers because they need to be able to give kids an opportunity to see what careers are in the region and what kinds of things students need to be able to do to be successful within their companies. Um, at the same time, educators were saying to us, we want to better prepare students for life after high school, but we can't easily connect with employers to do that. And employers were saying, these kids are coming out of school not prepared for what we have available for them. So we need to find better ways to connect with educators. So Erie Together launched what is now known as Career Street, which is a matchmaking tool between employers and educators to better um, expose kids to careers across the community and help them understand what they need to do to prepare for those careers. That's just one example, right? So you have all these different people together talking about what the challenges are in our community and then figuring out how they can do things differently by working with others as well to address them. Does that make sense? Oh, most definitely. It's about addressing the needs, how we're going to do it. Yep. Absolutely love that. So let me ask you this. How did you find your opportunity with Erie Together? Okay. So when they were launching Erie Together, I was working at the Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership. And they were trying to help people across the community understand what collective impact means and what cross-sector collaboration could look like and what the promise of that is and what the impact of that could be. And the chamber was one of the organizations they talked to. And so they were convening these groups. They brought, were bringing them together. They were trying to identify these priorities. And I was the person from the chamber who was coming into these meetings to bring the voice of the business community to the topics, right? Um, and so I was a volunteer. 
And I really got engaged in the projects we were working on. And I sort of took a little bit of a leadership role in the teams that we were um, putting together. And then when the staff position came open, I applied for it and I got the job. And so I've been with Erie Together now since 2012. And how has your experience been thus far? It's been amazing, Nick, because here's the thing. The reason Erie Together works is because you have all of these different individuals and organizations engaged and we're aligning their efforts and their expertise and their resources to address these top challenges. And so I get to work with so many different, really wonderful, really committed and passionate people who want to improve the community and the lives of the people who live here. So I think I have the best job in Erie. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And to see the impact of the work that people are doing has just been really gratifying for me. Wonderful. What can you say about like your teammates, the team that you have to work with personally? So, um, Staff-wise, there are two of us, right? So Mm -hmm. there's me and then there's my colleague, Jennifer Ponzer, who runs our Career Street program. Mm. So so we are, you know, sort of doing the day-to-day operational kinds of things. We also have a very small board. Erie Together is a an unincorporated movement. Uh And so we have this little unofficial board of three people that we work with and they're very committed and they're very helpful and strategic and very good. And then we have a group which we refer to as our steward team, which is, you know, people from the city, the county, um, you know, the workforce development board, um, employers, different, uh, you know, school districts. I mean, those kinds of individuals who are helping make connections in the community, helping identify resources, helping engage more people in the movement. So that's just like the general structure. But then we have all of these additional teams like our Erie County Career Pathways Alliance or our Domestic Violence Action Alliance or, you know, our Career Street, you know, employers and educators that are engaged. So there's just a ton of people involved in this work. Mm-hmm. And from an outsider's perspective, looking in, how can you get more people involved? How can more people get involved with Erie Together? Well, all they have to really do is contact me. Um, it's mary at erietogether.org. Um, I think a good first step would be to visit the website at www.erietogether.org so that they can see the kinds of projects that we've been engaged in and the milestones that we've hit over the course of our however many years it's been now existence, right? What's it been, 14 years now? Yeah. So, um, that's the way they get engaged, right? Take a look at what they're interested in, get in touch with me at mary at erietogether.org and, you know, we'll get them looped in. Awesome. When it comes to people getting involved, what are you seeing a need for with your organization? Like, what are you seeing the most need? Like, what could you use the most assistance with, I should say? Uh, well, let me say this. Um, I think that we need more people of color We need more people with other diverse backgrounds engaged in the work because we need that thought leadership and we need people who we're working with, especially in our career exploration kinds of things, 
to see people who look like them, who are doing different occupations in the community, so they can understand too and aspire to be the kinds of things that we're all doing here, right? Mm-hmm. That would be my hope, right? That is my biggest wish and my biggest ask is to get more people with diverse backgrounds of all kinds engaged in our work. Um, so that's number one. Um, what was the question again? Like what when it comes to like what your organization needs, like yeah. where are the areas that you could, that you would like to see helped out the most? Yeah. So I think it's all around that career exploration stuff right now. I think that's the easiest way for people to plug in. I'll tell you this too, though. Um, we recently uh, at the end of January held a um, large community meeting. We had close to well, close to 90 people there. Um, and we started to identify what they believed at this point in time were the greatest opportunities and challenges facing our community. And they identified those. I'm about to survey the community now to ask them where they believe Erie Together should be engaged and what specific things they believe Erie Together should be focusing on, that would be a way to, number one, help set the priorities, but number two, be able to look at additional areas of interest to see if that's where people want to get engaged. Wonderful. Now, buddy, don't go away. I got to play a quick ad from our sponsors, so we'll be right back. Okay. Hi, buddies. Are you thinking of moving to the Erie area? Well, look no further than tonight's BuddyCast, because tonight's BuddyCast has been brought to you by my buddy, Paul Kitchen, at Remax. Licensed for over 30 years, Paul's been serving the Erie area, not only buy and sell houses, but find their forever homes. You know, Paul's a special buddy of mine. He's been on an episode of BuddyCast where you can learn all about his services. You don't have to go anywhere else. But if you want to learn more about Paul, you can simply give him a call at 814-898-3558. Now go be like my buddy Paul. Go be someone's buddy. Thank you for tuning in to BuddyCast. Hope you're enjoying tonight's episode. All the best. And that was Paul Kitchen from Remax. So one question that kind of is brewing in my mind right now, when it comes to poverty in the Erie area, what do you personally think are some of the top reasons the number is where it is today? So that's a really complicated question, Nick. Uh So I think that, you know, there are people who have experienced poverty for their entire lives and generationally, right? And so it's very hard to find your way out of that whenever you're facing a lot of different barriers that keep you from lifting yourself up, right? So I think that's one thing. Um, I think that there is a mismatch between the skills that are needed in our community and the skills that our population has in order to be able to fill those jobs. And so we need to get people trained for the jobs that we have in the community so that they can earn those family sustaining wages. So we've got to find tighter and better ways to help people understand the opportunities, help them connect with the training that exists so that they can fill those positions that we have. And there are lots of opportunities in the community where employers are you know, willing to take people that don't have experience that's relevant to the position and train them in-house. Right. So I think that's really, you know, those are things that we've got to get out there in the community so people understand that there's 
opportunity for you to earn a living wage if we can connect you with employers and you do a good job, right? That's the other thing. You got to do a good job. Um, you know, I think another barrier that our community faces, another big challenge is transportation. You know, people may not have their own personal transportation. Public transportation may not be easily accessible to them. And you need transportation to be able to get to jobs, to training, et cetera, et cetera. So I think there's just a, a whole host of factors that play into this. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the tools that you use to bring these jobs into the light for these people to bring more of an awareness? Well, you know, that Career Street program that I've talked to you about is a big one, right? So okay. that's a K through 12 initiative. And we are connecting employers with schools in all kinds of ways to provide these experiences for kids, whether that be a classroom speaker or a job fair or a career fair or, you know, a job shadow, internship, all kinds of ways, Nick. Um, and we're, you know, even the earliest of ages, we're, we've made activity books for second and third graders so that they can understand what careers are, you know, color a page associated with it and then do an activity that relates to it again, so they can start thinking about these things at age appropriate ways. Right. So I think, you know, that's, that's a big one. Um, <clears throat> we work very closely with the workforce development board uh, to help reach individuals that are out of school also. So, um, you know, putting information out there about careers available in the region, entry-level expected wages, what level of education is required, where you can get that education. So that's another vehicle we use. Um, we've written a lot of articles, particularly around the skilled trades and manufacturing that we've published on our website. Um, so, you know, th those are really the biggest things all around career exploration and helping people understand the opportunities that are available here. Mm hmm. Love it. Now, can you give us like an impacting story from the work that you've done that you've seen a result of just some impacting story from your job that you'll never forget? Can I give you more than one? Absolutely. Okay. So I think the first thing that looking back on the last 13, 14 years, however long we've been around now since 2009, um, I think the fact that we brought this cross-sector collective impact approach to life in Erie County has had all kinds of effects in a positive way on initiatives all across the community. So by doing this new innovative approach, we've shown people across the community, the value of collaborating and the impact that cross-sector collaboration can have. And that's impacting other organizations and other efforts as well. So that's really just generally speaking, a really big deal, right? Um, so when I think about specific projects that we've engaged in. I want to talk about our early learning stuff first, uh -huh. because very early in my tenure with Erie Together, we were seeing the data showing that kids were coming to kindergarten not prepared, not ready to learn. 
didn't know their colors, didn't know their letters, didn't know their numbers, and that put them at a disadvantage. Okay, so we knew that we had to find ways to help better prepare those kids and help those families work with their children, prepare So our team put together an entire host of kindergarten readiness resources after all of the school districts came together and identified and developed a definition of kindergarten readiness that all 13 districts endorsed. And that was probably the first time that all 13 districts had endorsed unanimously anything. So what it did was it gave them really a great example of how they could work together and do something really important. And it gave them a really good product that we could then build on. And I remember taking one of the resources we put together were these kindergarten readiness kits for families. And we took them to Union City Family Support Center. And there were, were, you know, I don't know, a dozen families there. And we were teaching them how to use these kits. And there was one little girl, we made backpacks out of them. There was one little girl, you know, pre-K standing there looking at me with this backpack on and it brings tears to my eyes now because I said, that's why we do what we do. You know, that is the future. Um, So that, that was, that was one thing. Um, You know, the collective impact approach was the, the other thing. But the third thing I wanted to mention was, you know, a a few years ago, Unified Erie developed um, sort of their three pronged approach to um, anti-violence, right? Prevention, enforcement, and re-entry. And we needed a re-entry strategy in the community because re- there are, were a significant number of people coming back to the community from federal, state, and local correctional institutions. And we needed to put supports in place for them so that they would not repeat their offenses, any mm-hmm. kinds of offenses, so that they could get jobs that would pay for them to be able to live so that they could address any other barriers they might have, housing, transportation, whatever those might be, so they could ultimately re-enter and become productive members of our community, right? So for three years, we worked with about 45 community stakeholders to put together this re-entry strategy for ex-offenders, people with a criminal history coming back into the community, we launched that reentry strategy. Um, we secured funding to support it, and we've helped through that strategy. And it's not when I say we, I mean the, you know, it was at GCAG, now it's at the Y. But the point is, the program has helped hundreds of people and saved the community millions of dollars, and has kept downward pressure on recidivism. So. Again, those are things you can't point at a building and say, I did that, but you can point at hundreds of people and say, I helped them. And 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 so that's those are the kinds of things that are really meaningful when I look back on the work that we've done. Truly love it. You're right. It's more than just looking at a building and go, see, there's proof of my work. It's pointing to an individual and go, here you go. You want yep. more? You want to see how what the work we're doing? Ask this person. Yep. So we actually have a question from the audience, if you don't mind. Yep. It's a little bit of a long one. But do you see um, this model across anywhere else in the country? And do you feel the work that you're doing is receiving enough recognition to nudge people into taking notice and wanting to be involved? 
So th this model does exist elsewhere across the country, right? And so, um, you know, and collective impact really kind of has a number of elements. You know, it's bringing people together. It's identifying the goals that you want to work on. It's putting plans in place to address those goals. It's aligning efforts, experts, expertise, and resources to implement those plans. It's measuring your results, right? And then communicating those results. So those are the elements of collective impact. Collective impact exists elsewhere across the country for specific initiatives or for more general kinds of things like what we're doing. Um, and it's, again, a very in, ex, um, effective and innovative approach to addressing things that you're trying to accomplish. Um, do I think Erie Together gets enough uh, visibility to generate enough additional engagement? No, I don't. And I think that that's nobody's fault. I think what that is, is just a product of how we are structured, right? There's two people, you know, staff wise. Funding is something that we have to put together every year, right? So that's, you know, not easy. And the marketing and communications around this is hard to put as a top priority when you're trying to do the work. So what we really need and what we hope happens is that the people that are engaged in Erie together are talking to others within their personal and professional circles to be able to spread the word. Because the only reason this movement works is because we have the engagement of people across the community. Mm -hmm. And do you see like a movement like this in other areas? Like, do you see it in like other cities like Pittsburgh or even in other states, anything like that? Have you seen anything similar to the work that you're doing? D yes, um, there are similar things focused on specific types of things. For instance, mm -hmm. there's a big um, education related collective impact um, uh, approach in Cincinnati. Uh, I think it's Cincinnati um, and it's called Strive. And there, it, but that's just like one of like lots, right? So I go to these conferences that are put on by the Collective Impact Forum and there are hundreds of people there, right? So they're in Boston, they're in, you know, they're they're all over the place, but different focuses. Mm -hmm. So buddy, you mentioned it earlier. Where can people go to learn more about the organization so you can get that recognition that you deserve? It, um, so they can go to our website, www.erietogether.org. Um, and that's really the best place. They can visit our Career Street website too, um, www.careerstreeteerie.org. And you can get an idea of some of the career exploration work that we're doing there, some of the resources we've created. Um, you know, you can Google us, you'll find some articles that uh, have been written about us or that we've put in through op-eds over the years. Um, or you can get in touch with me at maryatterytogether.org. I'm happy to talk about it all day long. Awesome. Now, buddy, I got a few fun questions for you. We got to make this a fun interview, of course. Okay. So yep. we were talking about this off air a little bit. You recently went to an Elton John concert. What was your experience like? 
I did. So, Nick, I just have to say thank you for being such a rock star, for being selected as 40 Under 40. So I could go to the concert because I bought your tickets. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was amazing. Like music is my favorite thing. Right. And live concerts are my favorite thing to do. And we were right on the floor. There was Elton John. His band was amazing. I was telling you, I couldn't take my eyes off the percussionist. He was out of this world. Um, so yeah, it was fantastic. Awesome. I've, I asked you off air, but I want to ask you for our buddies. Favorite song? Oh man, you asked me. I, so probably Rocket Man, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. You know, I mean, I just I I love all of them. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's hard to pick just one. That's awesome. So, buddy, I ask this question to all my buddies who come on the show. Please, first off, no, you're not a guest. You're a buddy. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. And my buddy Jonas Kane from Hashtag Positivity wants to know, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? So I think it's being a good listener. I think it's being kind and compassionate. And I think it's being the kind of person that other people know they can count on. Wonderful answer. The final question that I have for you tonight is what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for oh, this boy. one? I don't know, Nick. <laughs> for anyone who wants to do what you do to get involved in such a impacting organization or to even take a dream that they have and start their own organization in a positive way. What is your advice to them? My advice, first of all, my plea is get engaged in Erie together. So mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, that would be my first um, thing. But I think, you know, if you want to do something like this, you just really have to make sure that you have a good plan in place for what you want to accomplish. You have to make sure that you're always making the best use of people's time and make sure that you're listening to what others are telling you, because um, there are a lot of people that you can learn from that you can um, build your experience around that will help you be most successful. Wonderful advice. You're absolutely right. You learn from others. Sometimes you learn things you never knew that you never knew, you know? Exactly. I, well, buddy, thank you so much for taking the time to be on BuddyCast to teach us about this wonderful organization. It was a true pleasure. Thanks, Nick. I really enjoyed being here. Mm -hmm. And you know you're welcome back anytime. Anytime you want to promote something, talk more about the organization, you have an open invitation. Okay, how about tomorrow so I can be episode 300? I'll see if I'll see about scheduling you in. <laughs> I may have promised it to someone else though. So no! okay. All <laughs> right. But for all my buddies out there, this is my buddy Mary Bueller. Thank you for being a buddy on Buddy Cast again. And before we close out this episode, Mary, I have one favor to ask you. Okay. Whatever you do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, or even next year, please promise me you're gonna go out and be someone's buddy. I promise. Awesome. We'll catch you all next time here on everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone past, buddy, buddy, tune in to BuddyCast. Don't be lucky to make it, buddy, here on BuddyCast.
buddies, you thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, you have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started.